Cześć everyone, my name is Anita Ulikowska. And my name is Anna Siemiączko, and we are your local foreigners. Welcome to today's episode, when we talk to you about... Tea and coffee. Yes. A very, very important subject when you live in Britain. Especially tea. Tea is a huge thing. Yes, massive. And again, being foreigners, we've got some interesting opinions about tea and coffee and observations. Tea is almost like a whole art to British life. Yes. It's a very important part of living in this country. So let's dive into it. Uh What's your first experience of tea in the UK? I remember being served tea with milk in Cardiff when I studied there. And I only asked for tea, and my expectation was a black tea, and I got a tea with milk uh-huh. as a default tea. Uh-huh. And my heart sank a little, and I didn't know what to do with it, because I definitely didn't want to drink it. And um, and yeah, and actually, for a long, long, long time, I couldn't really get round to the idea of tea with milk. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, now I'm okay with it, Mm. I can have it, Mm -hmm. and occasionally I do, Yeah, as with the other teas and beverages, Uh but it's not my go-to always, and it was definitely a shock when I first came to the UK. But did you know that this is how people in this country drink their tea, or was it a surprise only because you were expecting black tea, but you knew that other the tendency is to drink tea with milk. Oh, I definitely knew that was the case, because yeah. I was obsessed with Britain, as you remember. Peter yeah, Brosnan, James I, Bond, I everything. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I definitely knew that. What I think I didn't expect was that it was the default tea. That, uh-huh. that was yeah, how yeah, tea yeah. was served. So my expectation was, if I wanted tea with milk, I would have to ask for milk, whereas I would actually have to ask for no milk. Yeah, the the milk, no milk Milk, question is... Milk and no milk question is huge. Mm -hmm. And as tea itself, I think tea is just the biggest um, cultural phenomenon. It's almost like a religion in Mm -hmm. the UK. Everyone treats it so seriously. You have to be serious about your tea. You can't just take it lightly. You have to make it properly. Yeah. It's not a lot laughing matter. Yes. You have to be on board. I agree. Do you drink tea with milk? I used to drink tea with milk. I go through phases. Um, I first drank um, tea with milk when I was in Poland. I was a kid. And I must have been... That's just weird, Anita. It it wasn't... It wasn't... It was just once. It happened once. Of course, of course, it happened only once. It's disappointing for the entirety of Polish nations that you drank your tea with milk in Poland. In Poland, yes. And I remember, I was always curious what it's like to drink tea with milk because I think I knew already as a as a teenager that that's how people drink their tea in the UK. And it actually felt disgusting. I thought, it's like, the idea of milk in tea was like, who would do that? Why would you do it to yourself? And then we were in this restaurant somewhere, and there on the menu was the 
Bavarian tea, because this is how it's known in Poland, Bavarka. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. So, yeah. the interesting fact is that in Poland, we don't call it the British or English way of drinking tea, it's the Bavarian, therefore German way of drinking tea. Um, but I was there and I thought, yeah, I really want to try it. Even though I obviously could have done this exactly the same thing at home and could have just put a little bit of mercury to my tea and tested, but no, it had to be in a restaurant. And I tried it and I remember thinking, oh wow, this is actually quite... It's not disgusting. I don't think I was converted, but right. I, at least I thought it's not disgusting. Right. And then when I came to the UK, obviously I realized, oh my God, the default tea is the tea with milk, then the second option is the tea with no milk, and then there's no option that I was used to, which is tea, black tea with lemon, or just with sugar. There was just not an option. I miss that. Yeah. I know I can have it, but I forget to have it. And tea with lemon <sighs> yes. is so good. Or tea with syrup, like raspberry syrup that I remember I used to shock all of my English friends and my boyfriend probably as well with a syrup in tea. But how mm. good is it? It's so, it's good. so good. Especially in winter. Oh. Like for me, tea, black tea with syrup, raspberry syrup. Exactly. Oh, that's it's... like winter time or when you're ill and your mom brings you tea with yeah. that raspberry syrup in. It's the best. Yeah. It's really the best. Yeah. So I... Yeah, so that's, that was my understanding of a tea. That was when I came to the UK, there was no longer an option to have tea the way I wanted or, or I used to. And just how many times did you have tea with milk served to you by mistake? By mistake? Like when you're a guest somewhere and they'll ask you if they, you want tea and you say yes and they always bring you tea with milk. And you go, <laughs> oh, and they go, oh, I'm sorry, I should have... And you go, no, it's fine, I'll drink it. And you just think, oh, <laughs> I should have said, and I keep forgetting. I actually, it didn't happen to me, because in my experience, people would always ask me, milk, no milk, with milk, without milk, with milk. Oh, they, they would okay. always ask. And even if I got it with milk, that was fine with me, because there was a time when I used to drink tea with milk. There was a long time. Actually, until I stopped drinking tea, because now I don't drink tea, because I just don't... At some point I realised, actually, why the hell am I drinking this? I don't like tea. And then I stopped drinking tea. Uh, but all the time before... Um, so basically, most of the time that I've lived in the UK, I drank tea with milk. So I, wow, I got completely converted. converted. Yes, I know. I know. Actually, <laughs> I want to talk about milk in other teas because that arguably is far more controversial and I've seen it happen both as a guest with it's someone else's house and um, when I worked in a coffee shop that was also the case and I've seen people put milk in a grey tea which okay. was oh, you know bad but I can bear it uh -huh. now I've seen people put milk in red bush 
Like, why? But you know And what? I've seen people once, I've seen someone once in a cafe, put milk in a fruit tea. That, that, that I say no to that. I say loud no to that. That is that is, that is slightly disturbing. However, I was expecting something like peppermint tea. That oh would, my that god! Would really? Yes, exactly. Oh my god! I would. I I, I can't even bear the thought of that. <gasps> and any herbal tea? Oh, can you imagine? Like green tea. Oh. No. oh my god! That's that's the oh. worst. That's the worst. I'm sure someone would have done that. I'm sure that happens somewhere in the UK. <laughs> oh, if you're one of these people, please come forward. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Oh, it, that is truly yeah. shocking, isn't it? Yeah, that that would be. But with the other teas that you mentioned, I'm actually. <clears throat> I'm actually not that shocked. And that's purely because um, I... What have they done to you? I know. My fellow foreigner, what have they done to you? <laughs> Completely British. Please give me the settlement status. <laughs> <laughs> and the passport. <laughs> um, no, um, I... Um, I think it was my British friend who introduced me to chai tea. And I know this is like a whole different continent, yeah, different that's philosophy. Not, that's not near I know, I know. But this is I drank chai tea uh, in the UK for the first time. Okay. And you know when somebody serves you something for the first time, and you kind of like you kind of accept it. Like if you don't know what's in it. You can do you just accept the way it is? That's true. Yeah. And then only when you find out what's in it. You start thinking... Oh, it's too late. I've had it now. And like yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> had I known, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would have had yeah. this tea. Um, so it was a little bit like that. I, I guess I drank it and I thought this is a pleasant drink. And then somebody explained to me that this is basically like just a bunch of herbs and sp- or maybe spices and a drop of milk in it and sugar. And when I realized that, I was like, oh, I, I kind of like, I didn't expect that. I thought that it, it kind of makes you. it, yeah, it makes it slightly more uh. disgusting now. <laughs> Before it was purely pleasant, now it isn't. So then I accepted it. I just accepted that you can have spices and put milk in it, add some sugar, or even without sugar, it's still pleasant. So when I hear red bush tea with a bit of milk, it's kind of on on along those lines of chai tea, so therefore it wouldn't be that shocking to me. Mm. But it's it's interesting that there there's definitely a strong tendency to insert milk in all sorts of drinks <laughs> and beverages in the UK. Yeah, obviously it's like highly subjective, and what's disgusting is highly subjective as well, and what's delicious. But yeah, you're absolutely spot on there. Mm. Um, and a combination of like food with drink, because I feel like I would never have a milky beverage after a meal. Would you not? No, I feel like that's just... Milky beverage is good for mornings, mm-hmm. evenings, with maybe something small like a snack or dessert. If you're having like a full-on <laughs> meal and you need your body to digest what you've just had, mm-hmm. you... Why would you add milk to the mix? I mean, that's just... That is actually quite disgusting. And my boyfriend does it. Everyone who's English does it. Uh, I mean, everyone who's English that I know does it. Everyone who's English does it. (laughs) I don't know that. Um, Yeah, and it's... 
always been quite shocking to me. Uh-huh. I always want to just hand them a glass of wine or something. <laughs> like, that will help you by now. That's what you actually need. You don't have don't have milk after you've had that steak. Why would you do that? But because it would never happen in Poland. Ever. Yeah, you'd have a glass of wine, you'd have a glass of water. And then you'd have coffee, and usually everyone has black coffee. Yeah. But coffee is a later subject for yeah, us yeah. in this oh, podcast. Yes. We'll, we'll touch upon that later. Yeah. But um, milk. Milk. I would actually... Okay, so for me, um, coffee with milk or tea with milk, it's almost like a meal in itself. And a meal. Maybe not a meal, but more like a dessert. So that's why I would have it after a meal. Because... When I have my meal, main meal, I often feel like I want to have like something at the end to kind of like wrap it up. And whether that's a dessert or like it can be a dessert or it can be a drink. Uh, my preference would be coffee, but sometimes tea with milk would do too. Oh my, oh my god. god, I know. Do you have the same realization? How like. You in this episode, you basically are British. Yes, what I know. What happened to you? No, no, no. But, no, but I, I think when we we've lost you. I, I promise. Foreigners have lost I will recover you. my Polishness when we start talking about the coffee. The, the coffee, but that's that's not yet because the next thing I want to talk about is something that again surprised me. I'm not sure that that's um, necessarily a difference between how we drink our, how we make, how we approach our tea drinking in Poland, in other countries, versus Britain. But definitely one of the things that I was slightly taken aback by was the question in the office that you get very often in the morning or um, mid-morning. Does anybody want tea? And it's kind of like a mass action of... Collecting orders from various people, it can be up to 20 people, and one person would just get up and in the for the for the benefit of the group, they would go and make a, a batch of tea for everyone. Like remembering their yes. orders or writing down their orders, and they would then that's I, I, I can see. I wish you could see. Anna's face now because it expresses a lot. The, a lot of pain. The, the pain. The trauma, the pain. <laughs> the confusion. You identify, yes? I hate it. You I hate, hate it. it with okay, strong emotions. I feel like it's so unnecessary. That's mm-hmm. one thing. It's so impractical. So impractical, yes. I, why? Why? Just have your tea. Why would you always ask me if I want tea? I don't want tea. <laughs> and do you know why I don't want tea? Because and I have to make you tea, and I wouldn't know how to make you one because you're English and you're so specific about the tea you're drinking, and it's yeah. really stressful. So stop. Let me make my own tea. I actually don't make my own tea because I'm too stressed. <laughs> because I, I would have to ask everyone if they want tea, oh, and that's yeah. why that's yeah. why I don't make my own tea. I don't don't drink tea at work. Mm. I'm sorry, my lovely co-workers. I find it really stressful. It actually makes me quite anxious because then. I've made wrong teas. I've been there. You've been looked down upon. I mean, no, I've actually, my tea has been sent back to me for how bad it was. Because <laughs> as we said at the beginning, tea is an art form in Britain. Yes. 
And when I was a runner on set, this producer asked uh, for a builder's team, right? They, they use that term, yeah. builder's team. Builder's team. Which means... Which means apparently... I'm not the best person to ask. But <laughs> it means apparently there's a very strong tea with a bit of milk. So it's got a bit like... It's uh-huh. the colour color is different. Ah, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. It's, it's like, that, a, like a brick colour. Maybe. Are you thinking like Bilderstein have a brick yeah, colour tea? Yeah, I think so. I want to go with that. I love that <laughs> definition. So let's go with that. And I just assumed it was just English tea. Or maybe someone told me it was English tea. Like an English mm-hmm. breakfast tea with milk. So, um, you know, make the tea, pour milk in bring it over he was really sweet actually and he just looked at it and it was just like he knew instantly what happened sweetie this is not a builder's tea it needs to be much stronger and so I had to make it again and I literally just stood there waiting for it to brew for five <laughs> minutes and brought it back and he was very happy but he doesn't ever know and some people really like it strong some people like it less strong my boyfriend it was only three three days ago or something like that, told me that it was then that I made the best tea I've ever made after three years of being with him. So did I make wrong teas all this time? You don't know. You probably don't want to know. Exactly. So in the office environment, when you don't know everyone's tea preferences or how strong they want it, how much Mm -hmm. milk they want it, I don't want to remember that. I don't want to know that. Yeah. I just don't want to deal with it. I'm foreign. I don't even like tea with milk. This is too much to to put on me. Please leave me alone. And yet you you can never win that battle. You always stuck with that question always asked and and you can never make your own tea unless you ask literally everyone in the office if they want one. And then mm. you just carry a million cups back and forth for another 20 minutes. Yeah. Especially from the business perspective, I'm pretty sure if you looked at the cost of someone taking that time off to make the tea three times a day, that's probably like you could make some savings there. (laughs) If people just stop drinking mass teas. Um, when um, When I was in the offices where that used to be a practice... I would just always refuse. And then I felt like I'm empowered now to go and make my tea or coffee independently. So I just, frankly, didn't give a shit because I didn't like the idea of someone else making a tea for me. And Exactly, because it's always it's just too much information that I have to yeah. tell them, oh, I want like it weak, but with just maybe uh, one sugar, but maybe this sugar spoon is too small and yeah. I like it sweeter. Just like, let me make my own drink, please. Leave yeah. me alone. Oh mm. my God. It's traumatic. And it's actually horrible that it's just happening everywhere. You can't escape it. It happened in your office. It happened to <laughs> in my office. I used to... So my uh, ex's uh, parents... Um, well, my ex was British, therefore his parents were British too. And um, they were very... Sp- Quite specific, quite tolerant, but I knew they had their preferences, obviously, when it comes to tea. And I was quite nervous every time I had to make tea for them because I never knew what, like, I was trying to gauge it by the color. So, like, I knew, obviously, I knew that I had to brew it for more than 30 seconds, which that's just about what I was able to do. So, I had to push myself to brew it for longer, to brew it, brew it, brew it, and then kind of like, 
drop the milk a little bit, like bit by bit, and check it by the color. But I always knew it wasn't right. Wow, that sounds so stressful. It's stressful. I was committed, but it was it's just too much effort for me. Yeah, very very specific tea requirements. Another big thing mm-hmm. is taking tea bags on the holiday with you, mm-hmm. which my boyfriend does, and I think his family do it as well when you go abroad. And I think I've seen tweets from like journalists, British journalists, who do that as well. They go like to festivals and stuff. And I mean, it's comical, <laughs> but it's it's quite cute as well because tea means so much. And every time we're abroad with Jimmy. It's a big deal. If he doesn't have his tea, he's not happy. He has to have tea, like a tea a day at least. Like Tea longing is real. Not having tea is a painful experience, uh-huh. which I could do without tea. Mm-hmm. If someone said to me today, okay, no more tea for the rest of your life, you can't have it. Not great, but I wouldn't be miserable. Okay, well, I'll have coffee and have other drinks. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, yeah, but tea is a big deal, and actual proper English tea is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So none of the Lipton's and other foreign <laughs> business. I converted my parents to Yorkshire tea. And they oh. love Yorkshire tea. And I, I started this personal trade of Yorkshire tea, <laughs> to, like exporting it to Poland, because once their friends found out about this and our relatives found out about the Yorkshire tea... They all wanted Yorkshire tea. So I understand where Brits come from when they take tea bags on holiday. What about coffee? Let's talk about the coffee business now. What do you think is... What are the differences in the coffee drinking culture in the UK and abroad? Well, first off, I'd like to establish the fact that I'm an incredible coffee snob. Um, And you are too. So we're, yeah, we're both sorry. quite biased, actually, <laughs> in this podcast, in this episode. I love my coffee properly, actually sourced, ground, then if it's with milk, properly steamed as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coffee is a big deal for me. So um, to answer your question, I feel like I'm the opposite to the general UK public mm-hmm. who on average again obviously we massively generalise in this podcast but that's part of the point and fun of it um, on average people don't really care about their coffee and they mm-hmm. care deeply and seriously about tea mm-hmm. as we've established um, and they often they don't know much about coffee they usually at home would have instant coffee, mm-hmm. which I just refuse. They don't really pay attention to it. I don't actually think actually that in my experience of my English friends, most of them don't even drink coffee that much. <gasps> no. Whereas tea is drunk, because that's what we didn't say before when we talked mm-hmm. about tea. Tea is drunk through the day. All the time. I mean, there's so many cups of tea drunk <laughs> per day. It's incredible. I actually don't even know how you can fit all that tea in your body. <laughs> but you, people can. It's five, six, seven, eight cups sometimes. It's mm-hmm. insane. Whereas coffee, they wouldn't yeah. drink coffee as much. Yeah. I think um, 
I well, I grew up in a family where we we I saw my parents drinking coffee from when I was very young, a few years old. Like my, I always saw them drinking coffee, basically, and um, I was never interested in drinking coffee. And then somehow I found myself drinking coffee every day to the point where I drank quite a lot of coffee uh, too much. And then I dialed down a little bit, but that that coffee um, trend has always been there, and it's it's actually I have very I guess I've got a much emotional bond with coffee because I when I think of uh, my family, my favorite moments are when we when we gather uh, together and there is that question. Should we have a coffee? And it's just so lovely because we make coffee and we go on the terrace and there is that, it's like a bonding time. So it's a, actually it's a real addiction. It probably has all the characteristics of a proper addiction. And so we, it's always been there. And another thing that I remember is that it's always been strong coffee. So there was, I don't think my parents ever drank instant coffee. That was just not a thing. I mean, like, I knew it, it existed, definitely. Um, and maybe sometimes we had it at home. Um, but when we when they drank coffee, they always drank Turkish coffee, which basically is... And it, it's probably not the proper version of Turkish coffee, but it, I guess this is how we, um, we call it in Poland. Basically, you take ground coffee and you 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 brew it yeah and kind you don't like sieve it cafetiere coffee just without cafetiere without the cafetiere <laughs> yeah exactly with the with all the coffee bits inside and it's actually it's not, it's not great not that good it's stronger it's definitely much better than instant coffee in my opinion oh yeah anything's better than some coffee uh, but it's still it can be pretty shit and like all the bits inside the coffee mm. they're really annoying and they like if you don't leave it for long enough so they settle down they like they they stain your they just like stain your mouth and it's it can be very unpleasant experience mm. um but yeah like that would that's the difference that my my parents always cared about coffee to, to a certain extent they always tried to to I think get at least like they paid attention to the flavor of the coffee they drank, um, and it would it tended to be stronger coffee. So that's how I got into my coffee snobbery, I guess. And um, now I'm a full on coffee, coffee snob, coffee snob, and coffee yeah. addict. I admit it. <laughs> I've got a similar story actually. Yeah. It was the same. I think my home was the same. And my mum is definitely a coffee snob. And we always drank coffee together. It was also that very kind of social occasion. People yeah. would come over for coffee more so than tea. Mm-hmm. And you'd have it at home as a kind of communal family experience. But my mum, not only did she always refuse instant coffee, she would never have it. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm. She would just refuse. She would also never drink coffee from a glass or a mug. She ah. wanted to have her coffee in a proper coffee cup. Like oh nice God. china. Yeah. 
and she had it. I mean, she had China at home, and I don't care as much, but she would always refuse to have anything else but China. Mm-hmm. And to her, coffee was that experience. Yeah. And I guess with I'm the same now in a way that I hate rushing my coffee. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I always find time for coffee. Mm-hmm. I love its taste. I love that quiet moment it gives me, even though it makes me more wired and pumped. <laughs> In that moment, it's just my my moment, my quiet moment. Whereas tea, I can have it on the go. I don't mm-hmm. have to drink it till the end. Someone can interrupt me. I don't care. Mm. It's just more like a practical thing. As I'm yeah. With coffee, I hate being interrupted. I hate putting it down or doing something else. If it's coffee time, it's my coffee time. I sit down and I want to really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think I'm realizing now that the same way that tea in the UK is kind of this first class beverage and then coffee comes second is the opposite in Poland, I would say, that coffee is that the, the first on the podium and then the secondary drink would be tea. It's I something, think so. something. I guess it's it's probably cheaper as well, and that's why you people. I don't know. People just have like they're less attached to it in a way. It's yeah, not that important to them. I don't think people care as much, and I also think that people in general in Poland love their fruit teas and love to experiment yeah. with teas. Yeah, and herbal teas. <gasps> herbal tea is a big thing I think yeah. any Polish home if you visit uh, and you ask for tea or they offer you tea the question always follows what kind of tea would you like? I've got this and that and this <laughs> yeah. and that I've got three types of raspberry and two strawberries and some exotic this and that and no one almost ever goes for normal tea like a regular tea everyone sure. drinks all these kinds of different teas so people like tea but I don't think they would go for regular kind of English breakfast tea in Poland. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Yes. Unless it was, if they do, then, like we said before, it will be drunk with, most likely with a slice of lemon. I know. Oh. And some sugar, yeah. Oh, we, we should go and have some coffee. Oh, do you have some coffee? I do have some coffee. Yes. <laughs> so to wrap up, We've had a very exciting conversation about tea and coffee <laughs> drinking. Huge topic. Controversial in many ways. Interesting how we perceive things to be really yummy and really disgusting. And it's all case of habit, really. And nurture yes. and where we're from. And it's interesting as well how we bring it to um, Britain as local foreigners. And as much as we're very British and you definitely... Much more British than me in terms of so tea drinking. British. Yes. We still long for our tea with lemon and sugar and yeah. syrups. And we still refuse to drink instant coffee. So there's still that Polish heritage in our tea and coffee drinking. Definitely. And shout out if you have similar experiences to us. And more so if they are different and what's your culture around drinking tea and coffee and maybe other drinks. So definitely leave some comments in the comment section below. And as always, you can also find us on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.